Hello, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review, this time of the 4K version of 007 Spectre. Lifelong James Bond fan here. Uh, My parents would go to the drive-in back in the day, and I would be a little kid in the back, and and the first ones I remember are James Bond movies. And then growing up, ABC television showed them on Sunday nights, and with commercials and stuff, they were like over three hours long, and they would always run over. It was funny back in the day, you know, these days, television, right on the money, unless it's a live thing. But back in the day, you never knew how long some of those movies would run on a Sunday night, and you got school the next day, and anyway. Uh, it was always something my parents enjoyed. Uh, when my parents started uh, separating, they still lived together through my high school years, but I started doing things with them individually and didn't really realize it. <laughs> and I remember my mom taking me to see The Spy Who Loved Me and things like that. Um, we just the, we always enjoyed James Bond. So I've continued that love affair in my life. I had them all on DVD when they started coming out on Blu-ray. I started buying those steel books, and some were exclusive to Amazon. Some were exclusive to Best Buy. They were hard to get. Had almost, well, most of them, and then they released that giant box set, which I got for Christmas. So I sold off the steel books uh, to pay for some other things, and I have the giant James Bond box set. Well, that being said, I've seen all the... All the movies uh, in my lifetime in the theater. I don't miss a James Bond movie. I can't wait for the next one. Don't know why they debuted another trailer this week. Um, I'm ready to see it. I don't need another trailer. Just release the movie and I will, I guess, go to the theater, download it, or stream it. So uh, I finished up my work yesterday and I walked into the living room. My buddy, uh, my roommate, was watching Skyfall. And it had about an hour to go, the big, you know, the big finale stuff. And that's why I sat down and started watching it. I was cooking dinner and whatever. And uh, got dinner ready and, and, and decided, let's roll into the final one. Why not? Skyfall wrapped up. And we rolled right into Spectre. And watching them back when I did, yes, I know they're continuations and such, but, you know, early James Bond movies only did that a little bit. A few characters would carry over. Maybe they would talk about a situation that happened before, but not a whole lot. And these last couple James Bond movies were all linked together, it turns out. And so we started watching Spectre in 4K. And, wow, I, (laughs) what Sam Mendes and Roger Deakins did with the James Bond movies that they did, they elevated them beyond the typical 007 movie. The cinematography, the lighting, the acting, the, the plotting, everything about the later, they may not be people's favorite James Bond movies, but they are arguably the best films of the series, and I gotta say that I wasn't ever looking for movies like Skyfall or even a, so much a Spectre in my 007 viewing habits. But I gotta say, I'm glad they exist. I'm glad somebody took the property seriously and did seriously down to earth, gritty, personal stories with the characters instead of making them, I don't know, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw kind of movies, which they could have easily and were headed that way in the 80s. So. Watching it this time, Spectre, I've seen it a couple, I saw it in the theater, seen it on Blu-ray, now watching it in 4K. Gotta say that both Skyfall and um, Spectre look incredible in 4K. I wouldn't say night and day difference except for the HDR. The colors, the coloring with HDR is able to bring out what Roger Deakins does with light. And it, it scene after scene of jaw dropping, I mean... They're in almost pitch black environments, but you can completely see the characters by the light that's reflecting off their faces or whatever. Uh, Things seem to glow and it's just light. Uh, He just, 
Watch 1917 and tell me that Roger Deakins is not a master of cinematography and getting a shot and using light to every advantage possible, even ways you didn't think of. So just visually, the final couple James Bond movies are just stellar as films. They're just well-made, fun to watch. The soundtracks are incredible. So you get to Spectre, and it's telling a more personal story. And not to relate this back to other properties, but it's... We're this far into James Bond, and we find out he kind of had a stepbrother. <laughs> you know, it's, and I know a lot of this was in the books. I read the books as a kid. My uh, my mom got me into reading early on with things like Stephen King and Ian Fleming um, because I was watching the movies, and I was able to read the books, and, and that developed my love for, for reading. Um, and then I got to a point where I was reading a book a day for a long time. So I, I am aware that a lot of these plot lines and storylines do exist in the original Ian Fleming novels, but it just seemed like we've been this far. Why would the writers go there? But it did work out. Like I talked about this in Lucifer, and they, they had a twin in this fifth season, and it's like, wow, that's an old trope just to have an actor play another character in the series. But on the flip side, it was done pretty well. And the same thing here, him having a, a somebody who not only part of the family, but who's been screwing with him for the last, well, the last few movies uh, with the characters and other, the bad guys. He was actually behind everything, pulling the strings, so to speak. It was really well done. And at the end of Spectre, this time, I liked it more than I ever have before. Spectre is a two and a half hour long movie. It's one of the longer James Bond movies, but they had a lot of story to tell. There's nothing I would cut out of it. Um, I, I like the addition of the characters that we're finally getting a real money penny and the, 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 uh, you know, that will they or won't they thing kind of creeps in there a little bit. And uh, his girlfriend, uh, basically, it's going to play into this upcoming movie. Thought she played it really well. A little young, I think, for the role, but, you know, because, but Daniel Craig, I wouldn't say no to Daniel Craig. He's a great guy. So I think Daniel Craig is, is probably the best James Bond. Um, I'm a huge Sean Connery fan. Grew up with Roger Moore. George Lazenby did the one movie. Timothy Dalton um, and Pierce Brosnan. I think every actor has brought something to the role. I think the Roger Moore years were a little more cheesy and light. I think the Timothy Dalton were more dark and gritty. I think Pierce Brosnan was bringing it back to the Sean Connery days. And I think, I truly think Daniel Craig is kind of the guy. I mean, he's kind of nailed a little bit of all of it. He's the serious. He kind of jokes. He's got a little bit of a deadpan humor about him. Um, Self-deprecating at times. I I just, he's a great James Bond. I'm sorry that the next movie is going to be his last one. Um, He's getting a little long in the tooth. I can see not wanting to jump off buildings and things and swing from helicopters. I get that. But on the flip side, I don't know of anybody these days who could take over the role. I said that when, you know, when they replaced the last ones. But there's been talk of Idris Ilba. I'd be fine with that. Um, But I think he's a little old for the character now. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. I just hope they don't screw it up because I like James Bond. Even the weaker movies are entertaining to me because I like the spy genre, so to speak. But I must say that this string of movies here at the end of uh, Quantum of Solace was the only one I thought was just okay. I think all of the Daniel Craig movies are some of the best 007 movies made and are pretty much quintessential James Bond. But like I said, Skyfall and Spectre become more personal stories than we've ever had since George Lazenby and On Her Majesty's Secret Service. And I think they did a good job with it. I definitely like the actors they chose um, and how they how it played out. It'll be interesting to see 
this next one that's about to open, how, how it, this story carries into that because it somehow some way does have relates to what we've enjoyed for the last couple movies. So anyway, uh, rewatch them. If you're a James Bond fan, I, I would do the one-two punch of Skyfall right into Spectre. It works very, very, very well back to back. And I'm a big James Bond fan. I will see you on the on the streaming shelf or in the theater when the movie uh, No Time to Die finally opens. I hope it's soon. I, 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 would, I would go to the theater to see James Bond. I'm really thinking about going to a matinee to see Tenant. Uh, my buddy went last night and was the only guy in the theater, so I feel pretty safe about that. Anyway, I'm Scott Hamilton. This was a quick uh, 4K review of Spectre, the latest 007 movie. It's taken us five years to get the next one. Hopefully it doesn't take much longer. Please release the next. I'm looking forward to it. I'm Scott Hamilton. My links are below. TheRockFile.com now has all my links, including my dogs. I've been promising it for months. I updated the website with all the links to the YouTube channel because i got more interviews coming, the podcast channel, the dogs, the groups, the, the radio stations, all that kind of stuff. So thank you very much for sharing, enjoying, subscribing, and listening. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day.